There's too many chords. Recording with too many chords. We should, I should try. Recording. Yeah. This conference is being recorded. Zoom thing, yes, yeah. <laughs> scares me. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a thing right now where I'm setting up. It's like a big meeting, so I paid so that we can do like the webinar thing. Oh, uh, so far I'm loving it because I mean we haven't actually done it yet, but like it takes away all the things that piss me off about large Zoom meetings. So like. Uh- you can't see how many people are there. You can't talk to each other. There's no just like running chat. Oh, I love that. You can send that. questions. Yeah, like just to the hosts and panelists. Um, nobody's camera is on. Nobody's microphone is on. That's love it. beautiful. That's like, um, uh, like I watched this like, I don't know. I guess it was a workshop thingamabooper. Um uh-huh. Sorry, I'm like eyeing my, you know, I get so paranoid when we first start recording. I've been, I have not even <laughs> looked at you once I know. because Same. I'm checking oh my, my God. levels. Same. My levels are bad. My levels, bad. my levels are actually, I feel like too low, but now I don't want to overcompensate by blowing up your freaking ears when you're editing. No, you're always so good. But usually when I go that high, if I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, that's okay. You can scream laugh. I don't care about our listeners. They know. But then usually when I scream laugh, like, ha, 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 ha. It's like it goes off the charts and it's not going off the charts though. Is that okay? Oh, shit. What number are you at? Now I'm cutting all this out. Okay, I'm, I'm not uh, cutting this out. I'm uh, no, you're not. Oh, now I'm at a six, and now I'm going off the charts. Do six, do six. Okay, okay, that's okay. what I do. All you're right, just better at holding your microphone than I am. Okay. So. <laughs> Sometimes it's too close to my mouth. Sometimes I'm like swallowing the mic. Does that make you horny, baby? Just uh, now. <laughs> also, can I just say I picked up my drink to have a drink, and then I answered you, and I didn't have a drink of my drink. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I'm going to have a drink of my drink because it's I'm going to have a drink of my drink. Okay, me too. I'm going to have a drink of my drink because we have to because this is a podcast called Banshees and Booze. How dare you? I had alcohol in my mouth. (laughs) Paranormal podcast. (laughs) With a shot of liquid courage. God, we're desperate. We're so desperate. It's, we got to stay hydrated, Amy. I it's, know. It's very dehydrating type of weather. It's yeah. It's a little chilly here in LA. It's windy. Mm. It's very dehydrating. Yeah. Mine mm. is like 80% humidity, but you know. But still uh, though. It's, the air is just showing off how well hydrated it is. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Oh, what I wouldn't get for some humidity. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My skin is peeling off. It's yeah. so dry. <laughs> Um, I don't remember what I was talking about earlier when I got distracted by me only watching my um, my sound levels. So anyway, it's not important. I don't remember either because I have something really important that I need to talk to you about, Amy. Oh my God, Timmy, what is it? What is it? And I can't decide if I want you to already know about this or if I want you to not know about this and then I get to tell you about it. Either way, I'm going to be talking about it for a while. Oh, so get ready. I need to know. And also, this will come out, you know, well, hopefully people are still, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, Amy, did you hear about the crane named Walnut? No. Her face. Okay. I'm so grateful. I now know that this is what I wanted. I wanted to tell you about this. Is it? Okay. Is it the cr- like a bird, the crane? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love cranes. Oh, you're going to strap in, Amy, because... Oh. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you a picture stupidly by just holding my phone up okay. um, for you. Okay. But let me tell you a little bit about uh, the crane named Walnut. Um, <laughs> okay. Walnut uh, just recently became uh, a little internet famous because a Washington Post article came out about Walnut and the love of her life. Her zookeeper handler, Chris. Okay, please and please look at this picture. Oh, walnut is beautiful. Walnut is beautiful, and Chris is a a, a white guy. Yeah, he's right? a standard white guy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read you some bullet points from this article. Okay. About Chris and Walnut. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Walnut was born in a species recovery breeding program in the 80s. And uh, it the cranes, they were hand raised by humans because it was before we knew that that could be damaging and that they wouldn't relate to other cranes. So. Right. So as a result, um, walnut doesn't recognize other cranes as members of her own species. And while it has not been proven, there is some talk in the white-naped crane community that she killed two of her previous suitors. Oh, shit, walnut. So two male cranes tried to mate with her, and she murdered them. Oh. Um, And, you know... This is an endangered species, so you're you're really not supposed to do that. Walnut, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. But Mm -hmm. so it's important that, you know, for the survival of the species that walnut mate and also not kill a bunch of other cranes. Yes. So um, Chris, whose last name is Crow, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The two of them uh, <laughs> arrive at the Smithsonian uh, conserva- con- Conservationist, whatever. Um, and Walnut just starts following him around, right? And ignoring all the other male cranes. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Walnut one day walks up to Chris and performs the mating dance. <gasps> Please allow me to read this next bullet point. Chris realized that if he reciprocated the mating dance, it might be possible to artificially inseminate Walnut with her participation and consent. Uh, I (laughs) thought this is going to be a really cute, sweet story. He considered. Okay, Okay, hold on now. Hold on now. I need you to know the next part. Chris and Walnut have had five children together. Wait, what? Because, because, because Walnut will start the mating dance, and Chris will respond. So then she like presents herself, and he can artificially inseminate her with other crane semen. Oh, so she's been impregnated five times. So then she lays the eggs, but then they're a little worried that she won't. You know, like she could damage them, whatever. So they take the eggs away. They give them to usually the biological male and his female mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give her fake eggs to sit on. Oh, God, walnut. But also in the crane community, males also take care of the eggs. So she expects Chris to go, but he can't sit on them. So he just stands there and, and it says, um, okay. Um, Chris takes his turn looking after them. This would not work with real eggs because he can't sit on them properly. But Walnut seems to feel he's on the job if he just stands over them. (laughs) Chris Chris was like, I did not sign up for this when I volunteered at the conservation. Get The the Crane Conservation Society. Get fucking ready. (laughs) Oh, no. Chris accepts that he's pretty much married to this bird. (laughs) White-naped cranes live to be out 60, and they mate for life. So he knows he can't retire while Walnut is alive. At the time of this article, Walnut was 36 and Chris 42. (laughs) So for the fucking next 30 years, he's got to go... Be married to this crane. And I just have to say, like, I've read some other stuff and, like, no one addresses whether or not Chris is actually married to a human woman. Um, I did read that he has artificially inseminated other cranes, which I'm like, hashtag all men. Um, (laughs) But, like. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. I just have to tell you, Amy, that, like, in a world where things are like whatever they are, reading about this article has moved me. Like, I have just been laughing my fucking ass off. I love to play this out in my head. T- t- follow me. 
the moment that Walnut first performed the mating dance, <laughs> what was the next minute like? Was Chris alone? Did he have a thought? Perhaps I should reciprocate this. Did he think there's no way I should do that? That's creepy. Was he surrounded by colleagues who suggested it? Right. Did the colleagues right. say, no, Chris, respond? Or was Chris like, you know, guys, I could probably just. Like, I need to know. I feel like it really could have gone any of those ways. It could you have. know, like, whether it was like, guys, like, this is an honor. Yeah. This is my opportunity to, to <sighs> keep the species alive. Or like, dude, no, I'm not. No. Guys. Also, I need to know if there's, like, video of him doing the mating dance. I really need to know. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Awesome. And I will insist that you post a picture of Chris and Walnut on the Instagram because everyone just needs to know. Like, I the, whole, the internet exploded with memes about this, and I am so happy. Like, you know. How did I it, miss he's, this? He's just, he's just. He seems like a very nice person. And my favorite has been the people posting like um, fake am I the asshole Reddit questions where it's like <laughs> my 42 male <laughs> wife, 36 female crane <laughs> has had five children being raised by other people and may have killed her past two husbands. Are these red flags? You know, <laughs> So, oh so long God. story short, this has brought me nothing but oh joy. God. And I was standing in my kitchen the other day and I was thinking about Walnut and I was thinking about how she's this like, like glamorous widow, you know? Yes. Um, like a, and I was like a, what's it called? Like a widow of death, like a black widow. Yeah. Like a black widow. Yeah, exactly. She kills like a all black her widow. spouses. And it just came to me all in a flash that she's this like 1920s, like, you know, flapper widow. Totally. Like, like I'm a beautiful crane with a terrible secret yeah. and two dead husbands. <laughs> and so my friend, I have bought all gray flapper outfit stuff and I'm going to be walnut for, for Halloween this oh year. Oh my God. <laughs> the hardest part is fine. Well, the hardest part is finding a crane beak. I mean, my God. Mm. Um, and that, and an average thought? an average looking white guy to be now your Chris. See now that's an easy thing to find. <laughs> what I really want is just like a doll that I can yes. just. Yes, but I do with need a, a pile Chris. of eggs, yeah. like like a ba <gasps> ooh ooh. You can carry a basket of of eggs and put yeah. like a like a Ken doll on top of it or some kind of male <gasps> doll. Oh my yeah. god, a Ken doll. Amy, <laughs> you just saved my life cuz I've been looking for like st I've been looking for like Bob the Builders that I can like dress up, <laughs> oh, that's you know. Good too. A Ken doll. I should get a Ken doll. Yeah, just like a standard looking like bro, you know, white bro who's like, <laughs> I guess I just only eggs for the guess we're married, huh? Like what does Chris like if Thank he, you. Like if Chris is like dating somebody and it's like like second or third date and he's like, I actually need to tell you, um, I am in a relationship, but I can explain. It's really I, simple. I kind of have five kids, but. I'm kind of married for life. Um, we have an understanding and that understanding is that she's a bird. <laughs> 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 Walnut has is poor Walnut so fucking confused. She has no idea those aren't her real eggs. She has no idea that her like actual kids are being raised by some other couple somewhere, or some other bird couple, and she does not know that her mate for life is a fucking human, <laughs> and that he didn't actually impregnate her with his own. I mean, junk. I think we now know that birds must do it from behind because like, she probably can't see when he like whips out the syringe or something. I just, I just feel, I just feel so much love for oh, Walnut. God. Just like everything about this. And I, I just oh. also love. One of my one of the groups I'm in, somebody posts. I'm crying. I can't. Oh my this god! Is the funniest <laughs> thing. The best. Somebody somebody posted a thing that was like cranes in their forties be like, I'm married to the handsomest man, and then it's the handsomest man. It's Chris, and <laughs> he's 
fine. He just literally looks. He's just so average. It's great. Yeah, he's the most average so dude average. with like an ill-fitting baseball cap oh. and a white polo shirt. You know? Oh like. my god! It's uh, yeah. He's got like a polo shirt tucked into his khakis with a belt and like, <laughs> like the most standard. Ah. And she's this like regal. She's like giving angles and stuff in the picture. Okay, but then it's so funny too because oh my God. I was oh. looking up p- for pictures of cranes because I was like, I want to do an approximation of this costume, you know? Mm. I need inspiration. So I was Googling pictures of white naped cranes and I, unbeknownst to me, came across a picture of Walnut and the photo credit. And it was a totally different article. It was not about them. Totally different article. White, white. Uh, naped crane photo credit Chris Crow and I was like oh, oh my, my god. god he's like a good Instagram boyfriend too oh. <laughs> like <laughs> taking all these great pictures of her you know oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> oh I am fully I made a note to post a picture of Chris Chris Crow and Walnut Crow <gasps> Mrs. Mrs. Walnut Crow oh my the god. crane what if he took her last name <laughs> what if she's Walnut Crow <laughs> what if what if they hyphenate their names and he's Chris Crow Crane? Chris Crow Crane. <laughs> oh God! I'm dying, Tammy. Holy and they're like, they're like, oh my God! They're like going to a party and she's like, okay, just be cool around my friends, you know, like don't. <laughs> Don't be weird around my friends. He's like trying to put his arm around her. She's like, I'm not your possession. And they like fight in the car on the way home. She's like, you have five minutes and I need to go home and sit on the eggs. <laughs> Whatever, honey. They're plastic. What did you say? No, no, nothing. Nothing. I mean, the bar for men is so low, even in the crane community. He doesn't even have to sit on it. He just has to stand there. So just stand there. It's not babysitting when it's your eggs, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm watching them, but the game is on. That's all. It's like, I can watch them end the game at the same time, babe. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. The greatest. If I lived near you, I would dress as Chris and be your, I would be your Chris. Well, walnut. that's the funniest part too. Was like I decided I was gonna do it, and then I was like, "But should I be Chris or Walnut?" Oh, <laughs> I just like wasn't totally sure. Walnut because that is way more you. Like <laughs> your personality and Walnut are you're like uh, twin flames, and <gasps> also like that bitch. If he, if Chris ever does like get a partner, mm-hmm. settle down, have kids, he can never take them to meet Walnut. She'll kill no. them. She will she'll kill him. murder. She's killed before. Yes. And she'll kill again. She will. She will kill. And if she mysteriously, di- like if Chris starts dating someone and then uh, <gasps> Walnut mysteriously dies. There's a we- whole podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole true crime podcast for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jealous lovers. <sighs> wow. That was the greatest story to open a ghost podcast with. <laughs> And now a report on the ghosts of the cranes that Walnut has murdered. <laughs> Sammy, I cannot wait to see this costume. I'm so excited. I have high hopes. I'm oh my excited. god! Yeah. Oh my god! That is. Wait till you see my cape I got. Oh my god! I'm so excited! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, that timing was perfect because right before we started recording, yeah. Tammy's uh, Tammy got a package at her door. I did, and I did. it was the costume. It's several pieces of my costume oh my god I'm so excited yeah (laughs) well we'll be posting pictures of Tammy and her costume when the time comes as well absolutely (laughs) real quick before I forget um this is a for let's see the podcast we did for indigenous people's day yeah so um I still didn't find out if uh what good day you know how like people were saying like good day to the ghost yeah but I did look it up. Look up. So it, the the article that I copied and pasted from where everyone told their firsthand stories was mm-hmm. First Nations Aboriginal ghost stories. So First Nation Aboriginal is specific to Canada, which I did not know. Interesting. Yeah. So that definitely confirms that all the stories were Canadian. Um, so and I just wanted to clear that up and yeah, sure. Eat crow. Chris Crow. <gasps> Chris Crow. Oh my God, Walnut's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh shit! I had to. It was. It ju- 
just, I walked right into it. <laughs> it was a throwback. It was, oh God, it was, too, all right, Walnut is going to haunt me in my dreams for that shit. I, it was uh-huh. worth it. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to like correct that. Even Like I was like, oh, they said good day. Maybe this one's from Australia or New no, Zealand. No, I thought the same thing. And I, I yeah. think I've, I've only heard Aboriginal when, when discussing yeah, like South Pacific. Yes, area. Yeah. So, so I suppose that First Nation Aboriginal is specific to Canada. Cool. Um, so now I now we know. Always learning. Always, Always learning. learning. Uh, so today we have fifty states of ghosts. That's right, and we're going to a good one. It's South Carolina. And we have done South Carolina so many different times and so many different episodes, yet it's so fucking haunted. It was very easy to find topics we've never done. Legitimately, I just Googled, and then I was like, oh, I should check and make sure. And then, nope, we hadn't done this. Yeah, we have done so many topics that happen to be in South Carolina. I feel like Mm -hmm. we've done beaches and pirates and jails and so much, but I've somehow still found shit we've never covered. Yep. <laughs> that state's fucking haunted. It's concentrated. It is. It's a concentration of ghosties. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? You want to go first? Sure. Why not? Why not? Why oh, I'm. Not? You're on a I'm hot drinking. Roll. I'm drinking a beer because I want one. Sorry, I didn't think Girl, of anything. I totally, but... totally get that. Oh, and I'm. I'm drinking finally because every time we talk about South Carolina, I'm like, uh-huh. gosh, I wish I had some Firefly vodka. Well, uh-huh. I finally freaking got some. Yeah! So I'm having Firefly vodka with a splish splash of lemonade because mm. nothing says autumn like <laughs> a spiked Arnold Palmer. Yes. <laughs> it's, that's very Southern of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I should be sitting on a porch swing. Uh, well, well, cheers. Oh, cheers. To that. To s- clink. Clink. Mm, that beer looks nice. Mm. Yeah, it's a local... It's Four Corners Brewing Company, mm. and they name all of their beers after uh, cards in the Loteria. That's awesome. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Is that an yeah. artichoke? Well, okay. I said that, and what I meant was when they name their beers, they design things that look like cards from Loteria. Oh. <laughs> and it's El, Ch- El Chignon. So it's, El Chignon. I think it's the, the hop. Oh, that's, oh, it's an IPA. Very nice. Super cool. This one's my favorite one. I like this one a lot. Oh, I love. Cool. I love it. Um, Oh, actually, the, um, oh, I didn't even remember this. The the glass, the pint glass that I put the pulled car or pulled. Yeah. The beer caps. caps, Yeah. For the 50 states. It's from. Four Corners Brewery. Oh my god! Yep. Very nice. Very. That's nice. how this goes together. Right. There it I is. The yes, that was very purposeful. Um. So I am gonna do a place. Hold on. Nice. She's already yeah. started. Yes. I ate a bunch of pasta before we started too, mm. so I'm like well primed. Um. I am doing the Battery Carriage House. Uh, and I just realized I did not write down what city it's in. <laughs> I feel like it's in Charleston, isn't it? I think it's in Charleston. Because it sounds really familiar. It's in Charleston. Familiar. Yeah, because there's Battery Street. It's yes. named after. Yeah, so it's on 20 South Battery. Ye- um, yes, it is in Charleston. I just Googled okay. it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, it sounds very familiar. Not in that we've done this before, but yeah. in that I've definitely passed it by because I've done a few Charleston tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's in Charleston. Cool. So I'm going to cite one of my sources and then one I'm going to allude to because it's a little interesting. Oh. So one of my sources is hauntedhouses.com. The Love other it. source I'm going to not name. And the reason is I interviewed for a job to write for them. Oh, okay. Got it. And then I actually turned the job down because it was not a well-paying job. Okay. And want, they wanted too many words mm. for mm-hmm. too little money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I literally kind of do this for a living where I research and write words about things. And 
there you I don't know how I'm supposed to write 1200 words on a subject twice a week every week you know that's a lot it's a lot and so then I was reading this and I was like man there's a lot of filler in this oh (laughs) and I was like oh somebody took that job somebody took that job oh my goodness I think I know what you're talking about because I think we discussed this job once yeah because I like Mm -hmm. I like sent Mm -hmm. it your way and then I was like don't you're like don't "Don't do it don't do it don't apply (laughs) I was like, I never applied. Thank God I was going yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was no, literally morning. the interview I had, the lady was like, yeah, don't take this job. Like, yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, this is not good. Oh, yeah. I did apply. I did apply and they never called me. <laughs> so I, I mean, like, oh, well, I think okay. I even told them on the phone. I was like, my partner. I think I'm sending her your way. So maybe she was like, oh, she's too smart, too. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, okay. It was got just. You. So I, it, I kept in some of the things that made me laugh okay. very hard. Okay, great. Um, so I'm not citing it because I know they got paid for it. So anyway. Um, all right. So the Battery Carriage House um, is uh, it's it's not only a very haunted place, but it's now a historic hotel, a beautiful historic hotel. It's an inn now. Um, so the land that it was built on uh, was purchased back in 1843. And uh, the guy he started you know, building houses. It's not the same house, but he, he built like a nice house, but he was only there um, for a little bit of time here. I italicized an insane paragraph. I'm going to read to you. The house, which was constructed is not exactly the structure you'll find standing today, but anything coming up on 175 years of age is bound to be a little different. One thing that is the same is that 20 South battery is still located near the waterfront. And unless Lex Luthor switches gears from California to South Carolina, parentheses, plot from 78 Superman, and sinks the state into the ocean, I don't envision the inn's location changing. Wow. They were searching desperately to get those 1,200 words. Just Wow. Every so often, I like to just reinforce to everyone that sometimes no is the right answer yes because then tammy you would be writing rambling one run-on sentences oh and i could do it yeah you can do it but for readers it's like okay so basically you're saying there's been some changes to the house but it's still the same like that's it oh that's what this writer said but they were like fuck i gotta find 400 words to describe this Uh house Uh (laughs) uh-huh It was a fever dream that they were writing. They freaking quote, like referenced a Superman movie. (laughs) It has nothing to do with anything. This is, you didn't think anyone was going to read this. Well, joke's on you. Uh I'm putting it in the podcast. (laughs) Um, So then there's a whole section about um, a guy that moves in right after the Civil War. And I had to go through and change it a bunch because he kept referring to the person as the Yankee Colonel. I think what he means is Colonel in the Union Army. Mm. <laughs> when you when you say Yankee Colonel, it's you know it's a little implying some things. I feel like, um, especially you know what I talked too much about walnut, so I'm just gonna skip through a bunch of this. Um, <laughs> walnut. So, long story short, this Colonel came. There's literally places where it says "duh" in parentheses. Um, I'm like, did no one edit this? No, of course not. They needed so this, all his words. Yeah. So this guy like came through. He tried. He would like tried to drum up business locally because it was re- the Charleston was really devastated after the Civil War um, because for some reason of all of their um, uh, wealth went away because you know their wealth was human beings. Um, so, <laughs> so um, he like tried to drum up uh, business and people were like, he's interfering. So he was just like, yeah, fuck y'all and left. Um, and so it kind of took a while for Charleston to become, you know, the, the nice city that it is again today. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get back um, to talk about uh, the numerous spirits mm-hmm. that roam about battery carriage. Now this was, I found this article and then the haunted houses, lots of stuff. Ooh. So let's uh, get a talking. Um, There are a couple of rooms in particular that are very likely to be haunted. So the first one is room number three. Okay. One of the most infamous stories to take place in the room uh, happened when a married couple had decided to spend the night at the inn. Uh, Tired from a long day, the couple went straight to bed. 
I'm so sure. Um, <laughs> they were on vacation. Um, um, unfortunately for them, a peaceful night's rest was not in the cards. The two were suddenly woken up sometime after midnight by the husband's cell phone. But here's the thing. The phone wasn't ringing. It was making loud and odd noises. Oh. And moreover, the husband had shut his phone off prior to going to bed. And I like read other places they were describing that it was it was the phone was t- like turning on and off. Weird. Like it kept turning on and off and they like couldn't stop it from doing that. And it was like being very loud. Oh, creepy. Um, so at the same time, like they get woken up by this phone losing its mind. Um, and then an orb is floating around the room and they're like, that's so weird. So then the second night they wake up again and they see the same orb, like taking the same path. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So, you Whoa. know, they're, they're like <laughs> not getting good rest on their vacation. Um, they're probably fighting a lot cause somebody won't ask for directions and they're like, we can just walk and it's like, get a lift. They're not um, having sex because they feel like someone's watching them and uh-huh, they're, it's not uh-huh. something that turns them on the way it used to. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. They just, so one of them's got hangups and the mm-hmm. other one keeps mm-hmm. running off to stand over eggs of some <laughs> other chick. <laughs> Um, literally a chick (laughs) so 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 then as luck would have it they meet a psychic who happens to also be staying at the hotel and they're like hey could you come check out our room and she walks in and is like damn there's a lot of ghosts in here um, and they're like, okay, could you ask them to like leave or something? So she did, you know, she asked them to leave the room. And the next morning they met up with the psychic again and said it must have worked because they slept like babies. Wow. God, uh-huh. that's my dream is to like run into a psychic at a hotel uh-huh. because I, the thing I hate about hotels is I'm a germaphobe and also super like it's too much energy. Yeah. So I always yeah. want a psychic to come and help mm-hmm. me out. That'd be amazing. So then the last thing about that room that has been reported a couple of times that I thought would be of particular interest to you is that the sound of dripping water coming out uh-huh, at a fast pace will frequently wake guests up at night. But when they get up to turn the faucet off, there's no water coming out of the sink. Okay, what the fuck is up with Charleston and water dripping ghosts? Right. Ah! I know. That freaked me out. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, shit. I know. I was like, I can't wait to tell Amy this shit. Oh, my God. I have to do full research on just what is that? What is going on? Oh, my gosh. That is Mm -hmm. wild. Because if anyone's listening who doesn't already know that anecdote, I won't go into the whole thing. But in Charleston, when my family and I rented a vacation house, there was we were haunted by one particular spirit and all members of my family there were 10 of us staying there everyone but me were awoken up at some point during the night or early morning by water dripping in their ear all in different rooms all in different Mm -hmm. locations like yeah so Mm -hmm. fast and no faucets were dripping there was no rain there was no nothing yeah that's crazy that's Mm -hmm. bonkers Oh, Charleston. Uh, Right? Okay, so then here's another haunted room. This is room eight. I kind of appreciate that they're just numbers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, Ones we will never stay in. uh Uh-huh. So uh, they call this one the most ominous room um, because the ghost that haunts this room is, like, not a nice person. Mm. Um, Okay, so this... um, This is a rather unusual ghost that upsets people for reasons that will become obvious pretty soon. Um, So let's see. First first encounter. In the year 1993, a skeptic had booked the room. um, And he told other people that he was staying there. And people were like, oh, my God, don't stay there. That, That room's super haunted. And he was like, I'm a skeptic. I don't mind. Ha, 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 ha. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And the ghosts were going, they love a skeptic. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's tucking his little happy ass into bed um, and he's <laughs> woken up in the middle of the night because um, he heard something. 
And he opens up his eyes, turns to the side, and sees, standing next to his bed, nothing but a torso. <laughs> oh. No head, no oh arms, no legs, a floating torso. No, no. And this <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> reaches out his hand to touch it. Because he's like, the wow. fuck is this? He gets close to touching it, and it growls. Okay. <laughs> so then <laughs> he so takes scared. his hand back, and the next morning is like, so funny story goes for real. <laughs> so another another um, couple, a couple was staying in this room. Um, the wife was a believer. The husband was a skeptic or, according to this, thought it was a lot of malarkey. I guess he was Joe Biden. Malarkey. Um, I love mm-hmm. when Joe says malarkey. It yep. reminds me of just. Come on. My grandpa. Yeah. Uh, come on, malarkey. So this guy is awakened several times during the night by the feeling of someone hovering over him. Uh, eventually he's awoken by the crashing of a chair being thrown against the wall okay yeah that would wake me up and the toilet seat being slammed down oh which that was just me i was gonna say when (laughs) side we have we have uh soft closed toilet lids so like oh yeah even if when you drop the lid it closes Uh silently if Ithamar and I go anywhere that is not our own house. Oh, yeah. You forget to catch it. It's not me. It's him. And I will be sound asleep. Like we're at his parents' house. Sound asleep. (laughs) Middle of the night. Boom. I'm like, "Ah!" he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot. It's not our toilet. (laughs) So that shit's so funny because he's like sleepy. He's like sleepy peeing. Yes. Doesn't. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, totally. So, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, that's, that is a very loud sound. That one triggered you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this couple, this last sentence, my God. So the wife was just like, ah, so she starts taking pictures, right? She's just like <gasps> taking pictures. Smart, smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get the photos back Good. and the husband looks and goes, what is that standing in our room? It looks like a torso. Holy fuck! I know. This is the best and so scary. Uh-huh. Holy shit. So then, finally, room number 10. Room number 10 is the room that has a ghost that has a name. They call him the gentleman ghost. Because hmm. um, he's he's a little more chill than the torso bitch, I guess, you know? <laughs> um. So let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to go down. Oh, we've got, here's here's a report. Um, a guest checked in and unpacked his bag, and he felt a presence standing behind him. Um, he began to feel more and more uneasy. Um, <laughs> he did the only logical thing and began to read the 23rd Psalm about 10 times, it says. Oh. Um, uh, so then he, he uh, and the atmosphere became very negative, so he stopped. Um and then he fell asleep with his Bible. <laughs> Good and defense. Felt, he felt footsteps. He When he got up the next day, he felt footsteps follow him out of the room. Um, and as he rounded the corner, he turned around quickly and saw somebody out of the corner of his eye, which like disappeared. Whoa. So, that one was a little more rambling. Here, this is a good one. Two sisters settled into bed for the evening. When one sister went to sleep right away, the other laid awake restless, not able to sleep. She was surprised to see a, quote, wispy gray apparition about five foot eight with a slender build float right through their locked door. It was a young man who came and laid down next to the sister and gently put his arm around her shoulders. Oh, God, no. So the sister like goes to wake up her sleeping sister, like wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, and he disappeared. <gasps> That's so creepy. Oh, it makes you wonder. Like, so obviously that sister didn't wake up on her own. She didn't feel it. She didn't feel the presence. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I burped again. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I would like to think that you and I are so sensitive to it, we would wake up. But it yeah. makes you wonder. Like, has a ghost like- ever put their arms around me and I didn't know it? 
They say you eat like eight spiders over the course of a year Bleh. when you're sleeping. Oh, you know? that is something I seriously worry about is spiders uh-huh. going into my orifices while I sleep. <laughs> I'm so afraid of that. I'm so afraid of that. Uh. So last one, um, a woman and her daughter were staying there and they were clearly believers because they brought a video camera and they set that shit up to Sweet. record overnight. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, upon reviewing the film, they caught a wispy apparition that appeared to walk up in front of the camera bend over and tap the microphone part. What? And then they could hear breathing on the tape. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was also in room 10? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. So we're staying away from 3, 8, and 10 in the otherwise lovely battery carriage house in Charleston, apparently. Maybe we uh, just stay away from the battery carriage house. Like I'm okay with that's that, That's fine. Actually. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Because, I mean. You, you have three, you have 30, you have 30, yeah. you have 300. It's Charleston. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, because you know that if we were staying next to room 10 uh-huh. or three, we'd still be feeling that shit. Well, when they disappear through walls, where do they go? Hello? I was just going to say that, you know? It'd It'd be our luck. It would be our freaking luck. Ghosts love us. Wow. Oh, no. I'm so single. You know that ghost would come in and lay down next to you. And I'd be like, excuse me, actually. Excuse me. I do take my rings off at night. My wedding Uh, rings. I do take them off when I go to sleep. So, (laughs) hi, ghosty. What's up? Can't even get a dead dude. My God. (laughs) (laughs) You would like tell, like get the ghost off of me so that it could come to you. Yeah. You're like, leave her alone. Leave her alone because I need you. Yeah, come, come on. I, next door. Let's go through the wall. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. She's sleeping. Uh, Don't slam the toilet. <laughs> or slam the toilet. She'll think her husband's with her. <laughs> God, that was so good. That was yeah, really, really scary, scary, right? That was like the first place I looked into, too. Like, you I didn't have to look. Gold. It's, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, mine's ha- very haunted stuff, but it's not scary, scary haunted like mm, yours. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we, we started heavy and we'll finish light because oh, I love that. that shit was scary. Yeah, right? My God, how have we never come across that before? We've done so much Charleston, South Carolina, inns, mm-hmm. bed and breakfast. Wow. Yeah. Wowsies. Um, oh, yeah. Remember the last time I went to Charleston and I went to the haunted jail and then Pugin's porch Yo. with the dead yeah, dog with ghost. The dog. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I have all those pictures. Oh. I loved those pictures. They were the best. Ah, oh, pre pandemic traveling. Mm. Or just traveling. Miss yeah, it. Just in, just in general. Just, you know, living life without fear that you'll get struck with the plague. Mm-hmm. Ah, looking for ghosts without masks on, you know? <laughs> those are the good, those are the simple days. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, I did an entire haunted town. I mean, aren't they all? But this one of Pauly's Island or Pauly's, P-A-W-L-E-Y-S, Pauly's, Pauly's Island, South Carolina is an entire, very, very, very tiny, extraordinarily Mm -hmm. overly haunted town. So that reminds me of because we did I did a little town in like was it Maryland? It was something like that. I think like so. somewhere on the coast, and it was like the whole tiny town is haunted. And there was like a haunted candy shop or something. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was Maryland. I think yeah, like that. something yeah. like that. Yes, this mm-hmm. is like very similar because Polly's Island is only um, four miles long and half a mile wide. So Aww. it's tiny, tiny, and it's yeah. a like big tourist attraction destination mm-hmm. um and it, it has been since the 1800s um yeah. yeah it's been like a vacation destination um it's 70 miles north of charleston so it, it's up there so i've definitely mm-hmm. never been there um before i go on my sources are discover south carolina.com only mm. only in your state paulie's island.com town of paulie's island.com for such a tiny town, they have a lot of their own websites uh-huh. and a local news station, countonto.com. Okay. So 
Uh, this island was first settled in the 1700s. There's a bunch of plantations on it because they grew rice uh, mm-hmm. out there. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, rich people would vacation out there. Um, people would go out there um, from May through November, you know, to like, because I guess if you lived near the river, you, you had really good chances of getting malaria in the 1700s. Oh. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So they every all, all the richie riches went out. They're like, oh, we won't get these diseases. No, no, we're going to the mm-hmm. beach, children. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a leisurely place to get away. Um, so there are still 12 historic residences that still stand there, which date back from the late 1700s. Dang. Uh, and the youngest being built in the mid 1800s. So, um, those are still standing. And, uh, just in case you were wondering, Tammy, um, Mm -hmm. this town is known for its shoeless, carefree, laid back lifestyle. I like how shoeless was first. Mm, I can see the long sleeve oversized t-shirts already. Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, it's like no, no shoes, no shirts. Yes. Service. Vineyard vines, messy bun. Mm -hmm. Yes. Vineyard vines. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. If you do have shoes, they're Tory Burch flip flops. Oh, yeah. Mm. You've got uh, a French pedicure. (laughs) Oh, my God. A French pedicure. Nailed it. (laughs) Uh, uh, A laid back lifestyle that includes crabbing in the adjacent creeks, fishing, stories of ghosts, rope hammocks, and record scratch. Ghost stories. (laughs) Because it kept going on. It was like unspoiled, unsophisticated, casual, delightful stretch of wide beach and sand is like, I'm sorry, stories of ghosts. Can we go back to that, please? Also, I know this place. It is not casual laid back. It's rich white people who turned their cell phone off and came up for the weekend is what it is. Exactly. And the people who are going crabbing in the creeks are catching your dinner. It's not you. I mean, like, look, I enjoy a rich ham knit. You know, but like, <laughs> let's be real here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. It's full of plantations. We know exactly what kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle this island is used to. Uh, so let's get into some of these haunted places. There's okay. so many. I actually had to uh, cut the list down. So um, one of them is Litchfield Plantation House. So uh, right now it's a popular wedding venue. Um, it's like covered in mossy. It's got mossy live oak avenues and um, you can actually stay there. It was a rice plantation back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. It's been there since the early 1700s. Wow. Um, and then it landed in the lap of Dr. Henry Massingbird Tucker in 1859. Um, <laughs> Dr. Henry was a Civil War volunteer and a devout Episcopalian. And uh, this doctor during the Civil War made a lot of house calls, um, often in the dead of night. So he would like wake up in the middle of the night, leave his mm-hmm. wife and kids at home, and go make his house calls. And when he would come back home, he would use his riding crop to ring a bell at the plantation gates um, so that the enslaved people that he purchased mm-hmm. would open the gates and let him in. Um so uh, and he would do that so that he wouldn't disturb his his wife and kids. Um, so to this day, so he died in 1904. But to this day, in the middle of the night, you hear him ringing the bell for the gates to open. Only that bell no longer exists. Whoa, that freaking ah! bait and switch. Because I was like, wind, Amy, wind exists. Oh, my God. There's no bell. There's no bell. Fuck the that. current owners are like, the bell is no longer here. It's not in existence. There's no more bell. And um, many of the ghosts uh, are many of the ghosts. 
many of the guests um, have claimed to see the ghost of a man. Um, and when they describe him, he looks just like doc- Dr. Tucker, Dr. Henry Tucker, mm-hmm. uh, on the back stairwell, which is the stairwell that he used to go back into his bedroom at night as to not wake uh. up his family. So his ghost is seen on the back staircase. Um, he is also said to occupy his former bedroom. Uh, so then this article says, tip, if you're tying the knot at the Litchfield Plantation and want a little extra excitement on your wedding night, choose the uh. blue room where his ghost is seen the most. I'm like, if you want a little extra excitement on your wedding night, you know. <laughs> It's like, honey, I was thinking we could do something really exciting to consummate the marriage. It's got to be special tonight. <laughs> Let's stay in the haunted room. <laughs> okay, that's actually Actually, us, that though, would so. win me over, actually. I bet. That's, okay. that's you and I getting married. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like we keep our clothes on, hands uh-huh. off, stay awake, and look for the ghost. Uh-huh. That would be we're so both, sexy. We're both under the under the sheets, like pulled all the way up to our yeah. nose. <laughs> We're not scared of sex. We're scared of ghosts. <laughs> it's so true because if I th- I'm afraid of ghosts, like if I'm staying in a place that I feel is very haunted, and I'm afraid. I'm always afraid that a ghost will touch me. So I cover myself from head to toe. Like I'll wear socks yeah. to bed, sweatpants, a sweatshirt mm-hmm. with a hood over my my head. So I would that would fully be us. Would be like, this is mm-hmm. so romantic. This is everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently the doctor though is a friendly ghost and there's also sightings um, of maids that the guests see that they think are actual maids who work there mm-hmm. um, but then they disappear into thin air so which I mean like if people wanted me to make their beds and shit I would pray to be able to disappear into yeah, thin air 100%, like, 100%. out of here uh, then there's the legend of the gray man of Polly's Island on a gray man a gray man i've heard of gray ladies all the time love to hear about a gray man this is the gray man i would like to think it's a woman dressed in man's clothing why can't it be but <laughs> this is the gray man the legend goes back into the 1800s so this is the most famous ghost from the island um uh, and if you ask any local they'll tell you that if you see him you need to get off the island immediately. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. That's because anytime anyone has ever spotted the spirit of the gray man, a horrible hurricane has swept through Polly's Island shortly after. Oh, dear. I know. Which is interesting because, like, maybe that was more relevant back in the day. But today you can predict a hurricane weeks in advance. Oh, yeah, sure. You know? But maybe the intensity of it. Or just a random storm. Yeah. Um, so the gray man is always spotted along the beach um, he's a cloaked figure in all gray clothes. Um, in some accounts, he speaks to people, but in others, he just appears in front of them and then vanishes. Um, although there are variations of the legend, the most common is that of a love story um, of, of his origin. A young man who had been at sea for a very long time was traveling from Charleston to see his fiance to ask her hand in marriage. Hoping to shorten the trip because of an approaching storm, the man and his horse would take a shortcut through the marsh just outside of Polly's Island. As the sun began to set, his horse became bogged down in the pluff mud and threw the man to the ground. The water and thick mud entrapped him and pulled him under the surface, killing him. Oh, it's Uh, like quicksand. I know. I just hope the horse was okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Devastated by the news of her lover's death, the young woman started taking regular walks on the beach to clear her mind. She would later come across a figure standing in her usual path. It was a familiar man dressed in all gray. As she approached the figure, she would recognize the face of her lover. Knowing he had been killed, the woman began to question the man, but all he could do was warn her to leave the island. A serious <gasps> storm was approaching. He... <gasps> He then vanished. The woman, God, yeah. I love a good ghost backstory. I know, right? I Give love it. Give the ghost motivation. That's what I want to hear. Yes. What is the ghost's core needs? Ugh. So the woman rushed home and told her family what had happened. Um, they heeded the warning and they gathered up their belongings and they went inland. And soon after... The area would be lashed by a powerful hurricane, leaving only one house untouched. 
Wow. Hers. Stop! Yes! Oh my God, that's so good. That's pretty good, huh? I know, it's really, really good. So to this day, up until like modern times, people still will see him every now and then when a hurricane is approaching. I mm. know, uh, but also guys, if there's a hurricane approaching, do not walk on the beach. Get out of there. Yeah, what are yeah, you don't doing? Go, don't go walking on the beach. What no. are you doing? Um, A quick, 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 quick story. Um, The, yep. the Pelican Inn... Um. It was built in 1858, and it's haunted by dogs. It's haunted. What? I know. I was like, she has beer in her mouth. I know. Uh, I, I just put some beer in my mouth. I respect that. There's, um. so it's super haunted, but the one I love the most was there. It's two Boston Terriers. Oh. I know. And it's said that they were once owned by an old caretaker, and oh, this is so sad. So one day, one of the dogs swam out to sea to save a drowning boy, and the dog died during its like heroic action. And then the second Boston Terrier died soon after from a broken heart. I mean, Boston Terriers were not built to save people. No, so those stubby little legs. That was <laughs> real. That was real heroic of that dumbass dog. I know dogs are Kinda? so dumb and so good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I don't know if this the little boy survived, but the dog did not. Um, I'm sure the boy was fine. I'm sure. He was probably only two feet offshore and was like, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. So um, people claim to see and hear the dogs barking. Um, and also the gray man was spotted outside of the <gasps> Pelican Inn on the beach. So it all goes hand in hand Mm-mm-mm. and then the final one it's a it's a cute little story so I'll, I'll, but I'll do it briefly um all saints episcopal church cemetery so there's the oh the legend of a woman named alice flag um she was the sister of a very very wealthy man named dr mm-hmm. allard flag and alice fell in love with a dude who was super poor and her rich mm-hmm. rich brother was like absolutely not and oh, I'm snooty yeah I'm a snooty rich doctor and my sister will not marry a poor lumberman mm. and Alice was like fuck you we're running away together mm. um and they became secretly engaged mm. and her lumberman boyfriend uh, fiance gave her a ring and mm. then the wealthy snooty brother found out and he took the ring off of Alice's <gasps> finger and sent what? her away to a boarding school <gasps> where she contracted malaria and died. Fuck every part of this guy. I know. Well, sneaky, sneaky Alice had found mm. a way to get her ring back before going to the boarding school. So her brother took it off of her and and like hid it in his room. She uh-huh. got it back and she was wearing it tied to a ribbon underneath her dress. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, after she died and they removed her personal belongings, the ring was mm-hmm. there and her brother, even though she was already fucking dead, was so mad, he threw it into a marsh. And now Alice is buried at All Saints Episcopal Church Cemetery without her beloved ring. And uh, to this day, when people um, visit her grave... It's which is just a flat stone that says Alice. That's literally all her marker is, which is Ugh. interesting. Um, if you're wearing a wedding ring, people can feel a tug on their ring. <gasps> mm-hmm. People have spotted her ghost leaving the house where her and her brother lived in a white dress with one hand clutched to her chest. Um, other people have seen a woman in white uh, floating above the marsh looking for something, which mm-hmm. assuming her ring. And it's really sweet. If like on her, t- I have a picture of it. I'm gonna post on her like marker that just says Alice. People leave any kind of circular object they can, like like little like plastic bracelets or like a like a bead or anything, just to like give her some joy, like so she could have something back. That's really nice. I know. I know. So I have a lot of good spooky pictures, including what is thought to be the gray man on. <gasps> On a, it's a still shot from a um, security camera, and it's super fucking spooky, dude. Ooh. I know, I know, South Carolina, you've done it again. You're so haunted. Wow. Yeah. The roller coasters we went on here. Such 
roller coasters. Uh-huh. Ooh, well, I'll tell you what. You know I have family who lives in South Carolina, and I feel like uh-huh. I feel like maybe one day they should just move. Maybe they should move to like mm. I guess all of America is super haunted, but like maybe something that's not the most haunted city in the freaking country. You know, it's really funny because what I thought you were going to say was what they should do is invite us to come stay with them. So like we went in two different directions, but like I'm sure they would prefer that we stay with them rather than they uh pack up and move. (laughs) Well, that's a that's a good point. (laughs) That should be our first. We should do a corporate retreat to South Carolina. (laughs) Oh, my God. My sister's current house is not too haunted. I think there's a spirit maybe, but it's not nearly as bad as her last place. That Uh that fuck ghost was the Where worst i can't believe i'm gonna say this recorded but i don't think she listens where's holly live now she's is she in south north carolina? carolina she's in north carolina yeah. i was so close which i'm sure is crazy we haven't pulled that state yet huh we haven't Ooh, maybe we have to go visit her and do some in-person research when we pull that one i mean i think we're all at the state right now where it's like i guess covid is sort of just a thing we all live with now so we do our best to not murder ourselves and each other it feels that way it feels that way we're gonna get our booster soon so yeah yeah Yeah, i got i got a text from my place my my county that was like we we, there's a list you'll be ready we'll let you know i feel like like by the end of the this year we're gonna have our boosters and then yep. we've got to get out there and celebrate by seeing people before the next variant hits Ooh, that's like, for fucking sure we had like one good month after our vaccines before fucking remember delta ruined that? the party do you remember I remember I went to a place without a mask on. Me too. There was like a whole month where like we could go to a place. It was crazy. I remember that. Like we went into stores with no masks on because we didn't have to. And we thought we could not get COVID. And then Delta was like. (laughs) It's just one of those things where like at this point too, like for me, I'm not saying I'm not afraid of getting COVID. I am in some ways, but I also, I am vaccinated. I will get the booster. The reason I have continued to isolate and, and wear a mask and all that is because I'm trying to protect people around me. Exactly. And, and I'll be honest with you. It's gotten to the point now where I feel like the people who are immunocompromised who can't get it, like they're having to take care of themselves in a lot of ways because they know there's a huge portion of the population that just won't get it. So frankly, Mm -hmm. at this point I have done all that I can and I'm just no longer going to, I'm not going to be crazy about things. I'm not going to be, you know, reckless, but I'm also not going to continue to isolate myself and like damage my mental health. Yeah. That's (laughs) exactly how I feel. Mm Mm-hmm help you know that's exactly where I'm at right now too like I am doing my absolute best I'm always wearing not even a cloth mask but like a KN95 um but we went to a concert and we saw Alanis Morissette and it was so good I I had tickets to that and I didn't go (laughs) it was last year and she canceled and then she I had those tickets too it was garbage there garbage was, was it there. fun <laughs> Tammy it was really fun but we I didn't go we were probably the only people wearing our masks like because it's an outdoor venue the the Hollywood Bowl and oh, yeah. so you had to show your vac- vaccination status to get in oh that's nice which was great so they, oh, wow. they did check your that vaccine <laughs> yeah they did and it was outdoors so I get it people aren't but it was sold out we were packed in like sardines so we wore yeah. our masks but we were able to enjoy it I didn't panic I did take a COVID test a few days later just to make sure yeah. um and then we we saw like an outdoor movie at the cemetery we saw Labyrinth and you know so I went and saw Labyrinth in the theater oh recently when they re-released it right yeah yes yes we did it at at an outdoor one so you know but it's like like exactly like you said like at what cost to the mental health now because we are doing everything we can to keep ourselves and everyone else protected what else can we do that's all we can do I can't stay home for two years so I can't do it yeah can't do it so after our boosters you and I need to visit each other okay Oh, shit, Amy. We got to visit each other so bad. Yeah. When was the last time we saw each other in person? When we recorded the 100th episode and got real drunk. 
my eyes just prickled all kinds of prickling because that was fucking like two years ago, Amy. It was two years ago, December. Because it was Christmas, yeah. <gasps> it was. It was December 2019 because Tuesday was alive. Scarlet was alive. Aww. And I, my, my relationship was alive. <laughs> Everything was alive. We were alive. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know anything. <laughs> but hey, guess what? You like, like cockroaches and share. The podcast is still fucking going. <laughs> I love it. Holy shit. Two year- okay, yeah. we're going to amend. We're going to make amends. I'm going to fix that. We're going to fix yeah. that. We're going to get boosted up and then get the fuck to each other. Ooh, watch out, world. <laughs> well, if you are desperately craving your booster shot um, and want to tell us about that slash actual ghost stories, you can send us an email at upghostdownpersonal at gmail.com or uh, variantly go to bansheesandboost.com and click the button that says Cena Ghost. And get social with us at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at bansheesandbooze, where I post corresponding photos to every podcast and once in a while i don't know maybe an insta story um but if you want to be super super non-social you can visit us on twitter at banshees booze uh where we post nothing and absolutely yeah like don't eat like just take a look prove us right we're just squatting on that account at this point mm-hmm. yeah um, we just don't want anyone else to steal the name so thank you and uh <laughs> please rate review subscribe and tell a friend or two we appreciate it we recently got some very kind instagram stories shouting us out that made our all of our days it did um, really really felt extremely good um so thank you so much for that it you know takes a couple minutes but makes my heart warm for months me too um, it keeps me going yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I think that was it. So I'll just I'll just throw you under this here bus. Hey, uh, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh, punch it in the torso. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I had Ooh, I had something like that in okay. reserve. Now I okay. get to. Use okay. the one that I was planning. Okay, hey, good, good. Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Walnut had nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, she did. That bitch. Probably. Who knows? The angel knows? of death. <laughs> I'm doing like a full Janet snake hole thing, you know, from Parks and Rec, the Aubrey Plaza, the alternate character, oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> I'm a rich widow with a terrible secret, you know? <laughs> Oh God! I can't wait to just look at pictures of these this couple for like a I whole night. I'm gonna be up all cannot, night looking. I cannot wait to craft a full Ooh. ass crane beak for. My oh house. God, crane beaks! Yes. Well, <sighs> good news for us. We have another episode to record now, so uh, we'll catch you all next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.